Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. Before we get started, I want to greet everybody from this beautiful city of London. Got here last, uh, last week I got here and did three days in a mergers and acquisitions 
um, event where I spoke, and now I'm speaking today, actually right at 11.30 my time, which means uh, I will have to leave this segment three minutes early so I can make it on time. Um, and um, it's, uh, it's, it's good to meet with all the clubhouse people. So I met, met with a bunch of last night. We're meet, meeting with a bunch today and then tomorrow night as well. So uh, this community really is uh, rocking and rolling. Tomorrow morning, uh, it's early a.m., I'm not sure, about 8 o'clock um, U.K. time, I'm being interviewed live on Breakfast with Winners with Ashley Shipman. Um, from the studio directly, so it'll be on YouTube live as well as on Clubhouse as well. If you guys want to check that out, it's pretty cool. Otherwise, um, just so you know, my name's Stephen Kuhn, and I've been uh, a turnaround um, specialist for the last 20-plus years, and I, uh, I've i been uh, living in Europe that whole time. And and what I do now is, for the last uh, couple of years, uh, is online business advisory, and you could call it business coaching, but it's more advisory than anything else. And uh, we help um, entrepreneurs, business owners make it, take it to the next level, which is why I'm here today. We have a, a group of 70 entrepreneurs that came specifically to see me uh, about how do they find their next level? How do they break through those the cognitive blocks? How do they, they over, you know, overcome their own blockages and their own limitations, which is basically what uh, TM was just talking about. So it fits right in to what I'm talking about today anyway. So I can elaborate on that. Um, as well. So I'm just trying to figure out how to put this daggone link up there. I can't remember how to do it. <laughs> so someone help me out there. Pinned link. Oh, here we go. I got it. I got it. Here we go. I'm putting up there. What I'm putting out there is the Humble Alpha website with free, um, there's some free uh, informations that you can get up there. And they are um, quite, you know, quite, quite some good stuff there that you guys can grab. And it's free. You can get an excerpt of the book. You can get an excerpt of the college certified course that you uh, that, that we have in the universities around uh, around America. You can get um, uh, eight ways to generate immediate impact revenue. You can get um, productivity habits of great people, and so on and so forth. So there's a lot of free stuff there. Go ahead and grab the grab the link and download everything. That'd be great. But let, let's get started first of all. And that's uh, the first thing you said was you're talking about powerful habits, TM. And you know, for me, um, habits are the key to a routine. And routine is the key to becoming that. Uh, so if you're looking, if you're out there looking, first of all, uh, James Clear, Atomic Habits. If you haven't read it, read it. I'm going to quote a lot of his stuff. James Clear, Atomic Habits. And there's something that he, he talks about is uh, habit stacking. And habit stacking is so powerful because, for instance, if you get up in the morning and you, you brush your teeth at the same time every day, that's a routine, right? That's turned into who you are. Basically, you don't even think about it anymore. So habit stacking means take whatever it is that you want to start and put a piece of whatever that is next to your toothbrush. Let's say you want to go journaling every morning after you brush your teeth. Don't try to remember it. Just put your journal next to your toothbrush. And that's called habit stacking. And that will get you to the point where you will turn that habit into a routine. And, and, and there's three levels of this, in my opinion. And that is you have discipline, like TM was talking about, powerful mindset to succeed. But that discipline cannot last long. It does, does Discipline is not a long-term sustainable uh, emotion or, um, let's say, energy source. The discipline will help you set the habit to perform the habit stacking so you could turn that habit into a routine, which is less of a thought and more of a reaction. Then, after a while, a routine turns into part of your day and who you are. So you become that. For instance, I go to the gym every day, uh, and sometimes I do literally go to the gym and come home and say, was I at the gym? Because it's such a part of my life, I don't even realize sometimes when I don't show up, or I mean when I do show up. 
So just remember that discipline is not a long-term uh, sort of um, way to do anything. If you look at inspiration and motivation, inspiration comes from within, motivation comes from without. And if someone's motivating, motivating you, that's great. But it's sort of like, um, you know, say inspirational videos, you watch them, you're pumped up, and then sort of, well, there's no like action steps. What am I supposed to do now? Or how do I move forward? Or that made me feel good? Or, but what yet? What's now? That's where the inspiration has to kick in. And the inspiration will drive you to that discipline, to start habits, to uh, get into routine so that you do end up having a lifestyle that's based upon your needs and the output of, let's say, the best energy that you could ever be. So um, <clears throat> if you look at about the job that you never got, right? I know Tim was talking about that, the job you never got. Plenty of those. I had plenty of jobs I didn't get and plenty of jobs I got fired from um, back in the day, um, back before I, I became a professional. <laughs> um, I even got fired uh, in 2015 for uh, PTSD from a big corporation. I wasn't fired. I was contracted, but they cut my contract because of my PTSD, which was illegal in America, but in Europe, they don't care. So it didn't matter. It was the best thing that happened to me. Let's talk about failure. The, the things, you know, it's easy to say failure doesn't exist. You know, I like to say failure is the result of unconfirmed expectations. So you, you all probably heard me say this before, but there's two ways to look at expectations. One is don't have them. And two is if you have them, confirm them and get an agreement with whoever that expectation is with. Then you can't be disappointed. And everything that happens is, is wonderful. It's sort of like um, <clears throat> when you're when you're going about anything that you do before you and you were talking about excess importance before Samira. Um, if if you know we, we call it excess potential, and whenever you have excess importance or excess desire, um, you're focusing too much on the one thing which you want, which means you probably won't get it, right? So um, this is something to look at when you're hitting failure or a problem or whatever it is that you're, you're, you're sort of stuck at is, uh, how can I reduce that importance? How can I reduce that desire? And the way you do that is you simply pan out on your life and say, how much impact will this moment have in the rest of my life? And I can tell you it won't have, it'll have next to nothing. And that helps you reduce the importance and the desire allows you to focus on where you're actually going instead of focusing on where you want to go, because where you want to go is not always the same place as where you're going. And that's, that's where we let go of, let's say, the, the, the goal itself after we've painted the picture and we trust in our certainty that we're going to get there. The how doesn't matter. You've heard me say that a million times. So failure doesn't exist. <clears throat> of course it exists. It, it, exists it, it exists for those who believe that it exists. Uh, and just si simply ignoring failure isn't the way either. You know, if you, if you look at, at um, uh, Aikido <clears throat> as an example, they don't engage. Aikido is that what Steven Seagal does. He takes the energy of the other and then um, diverts them in a different direction. Sort of like when someone wants to bust down your door and you open it up as soon as they hit it, they sort of fall on their own, on their own devices. And that's sort of how I look at, at, at failure. It's sort of like, okay, yeah, good. All right, good. This is, a, this is a lesson. Let's go. And I just divert it away from me. I acknowledge it. I might touch it, but I'll divert it away from me and keep moving forward. It's sort of, I'm very visual. So that's why I do a lot of these things. And let's say, let's put it this way. Failures are the rapids in the river. Just get the paddle out, honker down, buckle yourself in, 
And if you can make it a team effort, right? So if you're in a situation where you're like, man, I don't know what to do. What's the first thing you do? Ask for help, right? If you want to move somewhere, you want to do something, you want to start something, what's the first thing you do? Ask for help. If you would ask me my number one secret to success, and let me reiterate, success is, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's something different for everybody. It's all relative, right? My secret to, to my success is asking for help every single day. Every single day. And I, I am not shy about it. People in this room have helped me. You know, I've spoken to a lot of people in this room and say, hey, can you help me with this? My cousin, Monica, for instance, or, or Linnell. Uh, there's so many people in this room that I keep. Samira, for instance, I lean on her sometimes. Uh, these are all people that I ask for help. And I have, I'm not shy about that. You know, because some people asked me when I was going through this um, situation with the separation with my wife, um, like, how can you be so open about that? How, how, how can you tell the world your, your, your issues? And actually, you know, you're, you're an advisor, business advisor and coach. And I was like, well, that's who I am. That's, that's who I am. Why, why would I try to be someone else, something else, try to act like someone else, try to say something else, try to be more positive, just in the public eye for what? right? For what? It doesn't matter, right? When you, when you are authentic for who you are, when you act from a place of pure certainty, owning your presence in life, there is no place on you for anyone to grab an attack. It's like, it just doesn't exist. Why? Because you're not, you're, you're being true to your core principles and your core values. You are out there, um, exuding that power that you have from within. We call it the nuclear power plant in your solar plexus in your chest. And you're making it happen for you because in the end, my friends, in the end, everything we need, and, and this sounds so cheesy, but believe me, everything you need is within. Everything you need is within. If you can't get the help from, from someone that you ask, then you know that the, the, the universe or God is saying, you, you don't need to ask. It's inside of you. So the question is, how do I, ex how do I extract that? How do I extract that knowledge? How do I extract that information? And I'm going to give you an example of how you can do that. And it's so powerful. If you meditate already, this is going to help you um, go to the next level. If you don't meditate, uh, it, it's going to probably be easier for you because you have no expectations. So check this out. If you have a question and you have a problem, formulate that question written on a piece of paper or in a, in, a, in a journal, formulate the question and then ask yourself that question and wait for the answer in a meditative state with some music in the background or whatever it is that you do to meditate, lay down, close your eyes, sit up, straight spine, whatever you want to do. And I, I, and I do this. And so if you don't get an answer, that means your question is too complicated. Let me give you an example. Okay, I'm going to an event. How do I uh, turn that event into revenue by selling this, that, and the other? Probably won't get an answer. Too, it's too, uh, it's too specific. So, okay, what what can I write? How about this? How do I stay in the zone of abundance? How do I stay in the zone of abundance? You ask yourself that. Write it down, and just sit there and wait for an answer. And what happens for me? It happens for everyone different. Is that my hand starts moving and writing words. Not a sentence, not a paragraph, just words, simple words. For me, that's how it works. So word, 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 word. I have no idea what I'm writing until I stop writing. And then I read that answer, and it is exactly what the moment called for. And then the, the interesting thing is if someone reads that answer, they'll be like, uh, what the heck does that mean? 
because it's comp it's exactly tailored to your mindset, your knowledge, the information you have access to, and the understanding you have of the world around you. So that answer is only for you. And it is so incredible how powerful that is that I do this on a regular basis if I have questions. And typically I ask questions about um, why I think or feel the way I feel about a certain thing or situation. And that allows me to expand my consciousness and see where I can, I can adapt that to in other areas of my life. So I'm a, I'm a very um, self-reflecting person all the time. Let me give you an example. Um, so I'm sitting in the airport the other day in Budapest, getting ready to go to London. And I'm looking out the window and uh, I've never had this thought before. So I'm looking out the window of the airport and I see this private jet. And before I even realized it was a private jet, I had this thought, you'll never be able to afford that. And I was like, what the hell? Where did that come from? I never even thought about a private jet before. Why is that popping up in my head? So I'm sitting there, okay, why did, that, why did I think that? Where's that lack of abundance coming from? Why would that even come up if I've never thought about it or even, you know, even considered a jet? Why would that come up right now? And I'm pondering, I'm thinking about it. I'm like, okay, this seems to me like a breakthrough moment where the universe is saying, you don't think that you want one or you've never thought about it but your mind is telling you, you can't. So to, just to be aware of that, I'm like, okay, I, I, that means this weekend, something's going to happen. So I get to London, I get to London and we do the M&A the first day of the mergers and acquisitions course. It was, uh, or it was called a deal fest. Everybody was presenting their deals that they did. And as you know, some of you know, um, I'm acquiring a company with a partner in Switzerland for 9.5 million francs and we're selling the real estate the next day for 12.5 million francs so that's a margin of three million and we haven't we didn't pay a dollar for it so that's sort of that's sort of what we do um we we find companies and we acquire them with no money down everybody wins and then if we if there's real estate in it of course we do a sell and lease back so anyway so I, that was the first day the second day i had my presentation and I talked about what I talk about, right? The humble alpha, honesty, integrity, transparency, creating space, life enterprise, relational capital, and quality of life. And of course, at an M&A conference, that's a whole different, everyone else is talking about, this is the deal, this is how I did it, this is what happened, these are the parents, this is the legals, all these things. And I was like all holistic on them. Well, obviously that went over great because it was a what? It was a disruptor, right? That's, that's the big deal in our world is the disruptor. And there's something that you can do every day that if you feel like you're in a routine and you're sort of bored and you're sort of uh, stuck, then just do something unexpected that has nothing to do with what you're doing and disrupt your life. Disrupt that moment, disrupt that routine and try to figure it out. So that's what I did. Third day, and, and by the way, I took three hour naps every day because I, I could. So <laughs> the third day I'm sitting there and I had a call from a, a friend of mine in London who is ridiculously wealthy and uh, he said, hey, I just bought property in Canary Wharf, which is a very high end part of London. And I want to talk to you about something. So he called me up. He came to the hotel. We met and we had a meeting, which blew my freaking mind. Uh, biggest deal I'll ever have in my entire life, probably. And um, and I was pleased that we're going to do this. We're going to un under, under, undertake this venture. <laughs> and I'm sitting in the hotel, which is right next to the airport in Heathrow. And I see a private jet. And before I could even think, I was sitting in that jet. And 
I was like, whoa, what in the hell is going on? I wasn't thinking about it yet. I had totally forgotten that I had that, that, that thought process three days earlier. And there I was seeing myself on a private jet. And that was like, wow, what happened? So God, the universe, whoever, opened my mind when a jet flew by and made me look at it and said, you need to work on your abundance. So I went to the conference, yada, yada, yada. The guy called me, came, came and, and presented me with this idea that he wants me to run this whole sort of operational uh, thing for a, a new company and hire the executive team. <laughs> and I wouldn't probably have gotten that or accepted that or believed that I could do that maybe if I hadn't had that jolt of consciousness from the universe or from God about that private jet. Because after that, I felt unstoppable. And there it was. You're on the jet, bro. So if I don't think, hey, Dale Hancock, Dale Hancock just joined. I just, I just, um, uh, we were just hanging out last night. So if I wouldn't have acknowledged the thought of not seeing my- Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, Five Simple Steps to an Extraordinary Morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorningfive.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. Myself on that plane, right? Then I might have had no chance to accept the I don't want to say position because it's not a position. It's more of a contract uh, with this, with this uh, friend from London. So what does that mean? That means when we have these kind of thoughts, failures, issues, problems, challenges, we must look at why we see it as a challenge. Why are we thinking that it's a challenge? It's not a challenge for somebody else. For you, it's a challenge. Why? Because I'm different. That's bullshit, right? It's, that's an excuse. I can't do this because I'm this, I'm, I'm that, or I come from here, I come from there, it's all bullshit. Everything you need is inside of you, everything, and I mean everything you need is inside of you right now, right here, as we stand here today or sit here today. Just when you're out of answers, stop and ponder, why do I feel like I'm out of answers? And then formulate a question, like I just said, very simple question. How do I stay in the state of abundance? How do I stay in the zone of abundance? Whatever it is that you want to do. And then you just wait for that answer. And watch your thoughts. Feel your thoughts. You know, there's an, there's an alignment that, that, that goes on that most of you have in your life felt at one time or another. And that's when the heart and the mind are aligned. You see, the, the heart doesn't think and the, and the mind doesn't feel. So your heart and your mind are always battling. You've had it. Your, your intuition says, oh, man, you got to do that. And your mind's like, dude, I can't do that. Your heart's like, yeah, we can do that. Your mind's like, no, no, we can't do that. So you're torn. So who, who are you going to listen to? Both. You got to bring them together. You got to merge them. How do you merge your mind and your heart? I already told you. Reducing the excess importance and excess desire. You reduce the excess importance and desire by panning out, looking at, at your life in this moment and how much of an impact it's going to have on the rest of your life. And then, of course, what really helps is what we always talk about, and that is certainty. Certainty in your ability to deploy your genius and your talents in the world around you in any given situation. And that certainty will carry you to the edge of the planet, if there is an edge, 
It will it will take you to the top of the top of the top of the universe. It'll take you wherever you, you want to go. Your first question is probably like, Stephen, okay, are you where you want to go? Well, there's no end destination, friends. There is no end. It doesn't matter what you do. There is no, if there's an end, that means you're gone. So there is no end station on this train that we're on called life. Life is a succession of games that we are to have joy in playing. And if you look at life like that, excess potential in the form of importance and desire disappears from your life. And you accept and receive what's in front of you as a part of what's happening in your life. And you see all of the connecting the dots around you that then lead to where it is that you're supposed to be going, not where you want to go. Sometimes it's the same. Most of the time it's a degree or so off where you're going as opposed to where you want to go. So as you know, this is how I think <laughs> every day. These are the conversations I have. These are the conversations we had last night with Dale, um, for instance, or Trey. Trey Lowe was there as well. Liz Baton was there as well. Uh, and this is the kind of conversation that that explains a lot if you pull out and look at those who are successful, those who are moving forward. They're not sitting there talking about soccer or football or baseball or the weather or the Kardashians or none of that stuff. None of it. What are we doing? We're dissecting and articulating our thoughts so that we can move forward more powerfully and in a direction based on principles and models. If you don't know your operating system, how are you going to operate? You're just going to like go out there and hopefully I'll do something today. And this is why I would, I would if highly suggest everyone grab the book, Unleash Your Humble Alpha. Yes, it's my book. But that book will give you five different chapters. It will give you a story, a lesson, and exact action steps to take to find your identity, your purpose, create certainty, and enjoy that epic quality of life. And no, it's not a joke. And no, it's not a fluff. It's not um, theory. It's 100% applied knowledge from my life and Lane Ballone's life, my co-author. That book has made, been made into a course, and that course is now in Ford School of Business and Technology. Harvard and Stanford and a few other universities are picking it up as well. So there's something behind it, right? There's something behind it. So when, we, when you're looking at, okay, how do I move forward powerfully to succeed, creating habits, not worrying about failing, and, and, and just moving forward with that case, cascading series of games in life joyfully? How do you do all that? Well, if I had that specific answer, I'd be in a different place right now. But I can tell you where you can start, <clears throat> and that's with, with, with realizing and believing and then having faith in and then having certainty in your ability to deploy your genius and your talents in any given situation the world presents to you. That's the secret to success. That's the secret to moving forward. That's the secret to solving any problem that you have. And the other secret, of course, as you know, is asking for help. And I want to give you an example of asking for help. So, as you know, my wife and I have separated. I have two kids, six and seven years old, Maximilian and Chenga. Chenga is a Hungarian name. We call her Sissy. And I was having anxiety or issues or guilt because I wasn't there for my kids three days a week, one week, four days a week next because they were with my wife. And I felt anxiety. And someone said, well, it's not your fault. What are you worried about? It has nothing to do with fault. It has to do with my feelings of 
providership for my family. And I felt really bad about it. And I couldn't tell them how I felt because I didn't want to, you know, cause them trouble. And it also affected my relationship with them because I felt like I wasn't being honest to them. So I felt even more guilty. And this was recently, by the way, about a month ago. And I spoke to Dale, who's in the audience right now, who I met last night. And he's a, a kid's confidence coach. And I said, dude, I don't know what to do, man. Like, I feel really bad. I feel really guilty about my, my uh, you know, my children. And uh, I can't tell them what's actually happening. And I was like, well, what, you know, what do I do? And he said, don't make the important so important. I'm like, okay, what do you mean? So it's not important that we split and we're separated and living in two different places. It's only eight minutes apart. That's not the important part. The important part is the adventure, the fun, the love, the joy, the connection. That's the, that's the, that's the good part. And so when I told them, you know, I said, daddy, when are you coming home? We miss you. And I said, this is my home right here. You know, we have to, this is awesome. Look at this place. You get to hang out. And then we go to mommy's for four days and you guys get to hang out there. It's a, it's an adventure only eight minutes away. You're me. I'm right here. And they're like, yeah, yeah, that's cool. Actually. That's cool. I said, can you, can you uh, take us to school? This, that, and you're like, yeah, of course I can. So instead of sitting down and say, okay, kids, I got something to tell you. Mommy left daddy. Mommy's a bad person. Daddy's a good guy. You know what I mean? Like instead of saying something like that, I removed the importance right? The excess desire or the excess importance of the situation. And even though I know that I couldn't do it myself. So I needed to ask for help. And Dale helped me get there with a few other things as well. And that changed the relationship with my children. It changed the relationship with myself about my children. And that made me a better person. It made me uh, more successful and happier. And the relationship with my kids right now is better than it's ever been in my life because I'm free of any guilt, I'm free of any thoughts of, oh, I can't say this or can't say that because now I know how to communicate with my kids to remove importance with the things that adults feel <clears throat> are scary or bad. Incredible stuff, Dale. I appreciate it. My um, pleasure, my brother. Amen. You guys, if you guys have kids or you're a, a teacher, or something, reach out to Dale. This guy is incredible, man. I mean, really. I introduced him some, to some people last night and every single person said, you know, when you meet somebody and in the first second, you know, they could be your best friend. That's Dale. Every single one of them said that last night, you know, so there's competition out there for best friends. Dale. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I had the best thing. Your, your energy, buddy, is, is always powerful last night. It was just, just a, a, when you, when you meet people on Clubhouse, everybody is fantastic. You build a rapport, you build a connection, you build an energy. But when you finally meet in person, it's just palpable. I don't know if you found that, Stephen, but honestly, I just wanted to embrace you for hours. It was amazing. <laughs> yeah, well, that's um, that was a that's a true statement, my friend. It's it's just so so strange because it's an audio platform. You wouldn't think that would be the case, but I think everyone I've met through Clubhouse has been a, an amazing, powerful connection. I, I guess it's because it's like a lit, lit litmus test. If we get along verbally, then we're going to get along physically. I guess that's a fair point, actually. Yeah, hundred percent. Because yeah. everyone's you be authentic no. on this app, dude. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I became a powerful father, a more powerful father because I asked for help. I came, became a more powerful father because I, pan, I panned out and reduced the, the excess importance and excess desire, right? To be the better guy or whatever it was. And then I still had the issue of, man, you know, but they're not with me three days a week. How can I, you know, do something uh, to, to make them feel more connected to me? And I was talking to um, a, another coach of mine, um, Larry, who is, is not on Clubhouse. And I said, how, he said, well, what are you giving with, what are you giving them when you, when you move, when you, when, when they go away for those three or four days? And I said, what do you mean? He says, what do you, what do you, what do they take with you? And I was like, with them. 
was like, I don't know what you're talking about. He said, describe them to me. So I described my daughter, you know, she's like strong and smart and powerful and, you know, sweet and all this kind of stuff. And he goes, okay, let's reduce it. Um, sweet, strong, and smart. And she's always in your heart. So I wrote that down. Sweet, strong, and smart, always in my heart. Okay, describe Max. I'm like, well, he's sure of himself. He really is. He's successful in whatever he puts his mind to. And he's, he's smart as well. He's like, okay, sure, successful, and smart, and always in my heart. I'm like, okay, so what does that mean? <laughs> I'm still like, you know, the student. And they said, go to your kids next time they come and tell them this is what you think of them and have them repeat it. And so I said, hey, guys, come here. I was thinking about it and what you guys mean to me and what I see in you. And I said it, you know, I said, you know, sure, successful, and smart, strong, sweet, and smart, always in my heart. And they smiled like beaming, completely beaming. And now, just a month later, every time we talk, we meet, they leave in, in the middle of the day uh, for no reason. Strong, sweet, smart, always in my heart, daddy. Sure, successful, and smart, always in my heart, daddy. You know what that does for a kid later in life? To know that they embraced that beauty of who they are early, early in life with the help of their parents? I didn't know that until I asked for help. I did not know that. I can see my daughter on her wedding day when she's 18 or 28 or 48 or whenever she gets married, hopefully not 48 because I'll be 100 something. <laughs> and she's going to turn to me and she'll be like, hey, daddy, strong, sweet, and smart, and always in my heart. You know what I mean? Like, I can see that. And I would never have that vision. I would never have that strong emotion towards my daughter in this way if I wouldn't have freaking asked for help. The number one reason people don't ask for help is they don't want to look like they need it. Well, let me tell you, friends, if you don't need help, then you're God. And if you're God, let's do some business together. <laughs> right? I mean, who cares what people think? Seriously, who cares what people think? Who cares if your words are wrong? Who cares if you stutter? Who cares if you're, you're not wearing the, the, you know, the, the perfect clothes? Who it doesn't matter. You could be buck naked wearing an American, you know, tanga wearing a cowboy hat. And if you're in your integrity, no one's even going to take a second look. They're going to love who you are as a person, who you are as a business person, who you are as a mother, a father, whoever it is. They're going to love you because you're in your integrity. No one does you better than you. Nobody. No one can be you better than you. Does that make sense? It's, it's a powerful concept. <laughs> simple but powerful but most people miss it they absolutely miss it right it's, there's, a, there's a saying by Vadim Zeland you guys know I always quote him as it is written in the Bible let it be according to your measure and it really is you always get exactly what you're willing to have you're always you always get exactly what you're willing to have Make sense? It's all up to you. Again, it's inside. If you don't believe you can, you can't. If you don't believe you're worthy, you're not. But on the same scale, if you believe you're worthy, you are. If you believe you're successful, you are. It's, it's, it's really that simple. Now, that's where the alignment of the heart and the mind come in. 
because if you just believe it in your mind, your hearts are like, um, I don't, I don't know what you're thinking about. Cause I can't think I can only feel and your heart needs to feel those thoughts. That's why you got to bring those thoughts down and actually see yourself in the slide of life for that time in your life. So you paint a picture, turn it into a slide and use that slide as a vision board, so to say in your mind in your mind's eye with yourself in that slide. And then the heart can feel it. And it's aligned with your mind. Right, the same thing goes for the emotion. Oh my God, I love this. This is amazing. And the mind's like, dude, you can't do that. How do you bring those two together, right? So it's always the mind and the heart alignment where you have the success. When you're aligned, you will have the success. You will have the impact. You have the, the, the love, whatever it is that you seek. So this is all about problems, right? You are the answer. You are the um, problem and the solution. And so to prove that, I wouldn't mind right now, put myself in a spot here, to have anyone in, 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 in the, on the table come, come right now to the table with a problem that they have in business or in life, and we will solve it. We, as in everyone up here, everyone who can, who can help. We're gonna do this one at a time, please. So if anyone has an issue right now, whether it's business, or if it's uh, personal or whatever it is, don't be bashful, don't be shy. Raise your hand or just speak out and tell us what your challenge is right now. Because like I said, the number one secret to success is asking for help. So this is your chance. Let's do it. Who's up? Yeah, I know it'll take a second, the first one before it gets flowing. Who's got an issue they want to have, have dealt with? Come on now, don't be shy. I got all day. <laughs> Actually, I don't. I only have like 20 minutes. Well, Stephen, my go. issue is that I'm, I'm not actually <laughs> making it, you know, I'm not acquiring property, no money down and selling it, making money like you. That That's my issue. <laughs> well, there you go. Ask, ask and, you, and you shall receive. I can put you in touch with the guy who does the three-day course. It's uh, there, Actually, there's a deal fest in Boston in July. I'll be there speaking again on stage with the same group. So if you're around Boston area, maybe we can set that up so you can be there and you learn yourself. It's amazing. I will get to Boston for that, Stephen. I, I certainly right. want that information. Thank you. All right, brother. Reach out. See that? How easy that is. Who's next? Who was that speaking? Madame? Hi, Hi Stephen. It's Pam. Pam. How are you? I always love your shares. Thank you so much. And your transparency. My goodness. Um, I am you. definitely going to get your book. Thank Greatly you. appreciate your shares. Um, as far as business, what I'm looking for, and we'll talk a little bit about business. I've been through a lot on here with different people as far as scammers and stuff like that and i'm looking for automation somebody um that can help me with automation i sincerely trust everybody always do and will continue to do that but um and have been taken a few times by people on here and right now i would love if you have any um you know, advice for me as far as automation and my course that I'm actually ready to launch. I would love to hear more. Thank you so much for having yeah, well, me up. And I greatly course, appreciate you. Of course, Pam. Thank you so much. Well, that's that's an easy fix for me because, as you know, as the powerful connector, um, which is my two-word moniker from our book, uh, I will put you in touch with somebody. Just write, send me an email. It's, it's stephen at humblealpha.com. And tell me what you just said, um, what you're seeking, and I'll hook you up with somebody who does automation, who I, who I trust, who I've worked with. Thank you so much. Greatly appreciate sample. you. Sample, sample, sample. Who was the other one? Steven, Natalia. Natalia, hello. Hi, Steven. Hi, Tim. Morning. Uh, uh, my question is a little bit um, a business challenge that I'm having within myself. 
Mm -hmm. I had a business idea that I've had for a very long time um, that I started work on, but I did not did not finalize to get it to fruition. Out of the blue yesterday, um, somebody referred me to somebody else who started working on a similar project, right? But they need my license to continue um, to go forward with what they're doing, which is, I guess, uh, the, the main draw. They've done some marketing on their side, but they need my license. Well, my license is. My question and the challenge that I'm having is, which I've declared my hand to the person to say, listen, I had something similar um, in mind and, you know, just to be straight on the board. How do right. I make that transition, which is something I've always wanted to do, never thought of doing it with somebody else or doing it for somebody else, you know, right. kind of that kind of partnership right. um, and giving up on that concept if I'm to go forward with this person in partnership. Thank well, I don't think it's, it would be giving up. It would be optimizing. I mean, if, if, if what, what I'm understanding is you can provide your license and maybe some um, intellectual and property input and you let them do all the work and you cash in a, you know, a 10% licensing fee or whatever it is. Why, why would you do work if you don't have to? Um, you could, that would be a stream of income and then you could go do your own thing as well, adapt it a little bit and move forward. There is no competition. It's all co-creation. Right. Um, you know, people who think they can copy what you have, they, they can't because they're not you. So don't even worry about that. So for me, it would be real simple. Oh, really? You want to do? OK, not a problem. I'll give you my license. I'll loan my name. I, I'll, you know, you have to do obvious, obviously ethically. So you have to give some IP or something, an intellectual property or give them a video that they play within their course or whatever it is where you give your input. And that justifies you giving their license. And it's make that an evergreen and they do all the work and, you know, they get all the results and. It's your license and you get a 10% or 15% or 20% equity stake or commission or whatever it is that you, you need, licensing fee, whatever it is that you need. Just get it written down and lock it up and you can go out and do other things to create a second stream of income, a third stream of income, a fourth stream of income. How's that sound? That sounds really good, Stephen. Thanks a lot for that. <laughs> I, I have another complicated angle to it, but um, I don't want to hold up the stage. But um I, I've never, and I've never met the person, never heard of them. Somebody just said I, they should call me. So that's, um, you know, I guess another hurdle, which I'll take the steps to get to know them better. Yeah. But that makes me feel a ton better. We, it's, um, it's just another stream of why am I doing all that extra work? But I guess I get caught up in the work of it. But um, Of course, because we're, we're creators. Sorry, Stephen. We're, no, that's because we're, we're creators, you know? That's who we are. We create and it's, and we love to create the human, the brain is not a storage device. It's a creation organ. And so it's no, it's normal that you want to dive in and do this, but we have to be disciplined at first in order to say, actually, my mission in life is something different than just actually doing work. Okay. There's a third player, but I'll back channel you and ask you about that. Okay. All right. Okay. Sounds great. Who's next? This is Mary Lynn. Hello, Mary Lynn. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. Um, morning um so here's my dilemma i heard you say something about when you focus on the thing you want so much you're not going to get it yeah. <laughs> i think that's basically how you worded it so yes. being in recruitment and sales sometimes the more you know it's a numbers game so the more calls you make the better luck you right. have well this month i was switched to a different area a different um you know instead of doing sales and management recruitment i'm working more on techs in a different area so i'm basically starting from scratch this month or last month I did that I switched and I just didn't hit the same goals I'd been hitting so I started to kind of spiral and get a little discouraged and then 
you know, now I'm, I feel like I'm in this weird vortex of just not, um, getting the hires that I was getting, but now I'm focusing on it so much. And now I'm getting, you know, in this weird, like, like spiral, you know, the more I focus on it, the more it's not happening, the more it's not happening, the more I'm Mm -hmm. focusing on it, back Mm -hmm. off, go forward. I don't know. What's your suggestion in that? And, you know, for me, well, the same thing as like I was saying, it's, it's, that's excess desire and importance. Importance is in the mind, desire is in the heart. Um, and when, you, when you're pushing on that, excess forces are, are you know, excess potential is created. And then the balanced forces in the universe, God, whoever, will try to balance that out. So you're not being pushed too hard, and that's why you'll never reach it. So when you know that, what do you do? You pan out, look at your life, and say, how much of, a, of, a, of, a, of an effect will this moment have in the rest of my life? And then think back 20 years ago when you had a problem, and you, if you can even remember it. How, how much did it make you who you are today? So you embrace it and say, well, hell, this is great. This is a learning project, a process. And what it means is when I have an issue, I have a challenge, and I don't know how to, how to deal with it, um, then I sit back, like I said, pan out, ask that question. Hey, you know, what's the answer to this question? Make the question simple in general and just wait for the answer to show up and write it down. And that really happens. It's like a meditative state. It really, really helps. And then, of course, um, you can do the, the practical stuff by actually asking for help like you are right now or asking a specialist in that area to say, hey, like, I need this solutions right now. And don't be scared. Like, you know, when 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 I was back, you know, a couple years ago, and I was like, man, I, I need to make some sales. I don't know who to talk to. I called everybody I knew. I called everybody I knew until some uh, some guy said, oh, I, I got two clients for you right now. Boom, done. And that gave me breathing room to move forward. Right? So it's it's more about finding the power and the certainty within to know that you can solve this problem, this challenge, overcome the hurdle. That's the main key. How, it doesn't even matter. It, it, it just shows up, right? Just like this showed up for you today, right? So pan out, look at the situation, look how insignificant it is in the big picture of your life and move forward, ask for those questions in a meditative state and, and, and wait for the answers. Ask for help, simple as that. I, I know you want KPIs and all that kind of stuff, but we're not going there because that's, that's my past life. I don't... I don't get involved in that anymore. Actually, <laughs> but I, I mean, don't worry I, I, about I, that so much if right you now. Want, if you want, I can break down the KPIs and stuff, 100 calls, you know, 100 calls, 16 appointments, eight show up, four show, you know, that kind of stuff. But and I, don't, I don't do that anymore. Anyway, <laughs> so cool stuff. I hope that helped you a little bit, Mary Lane. It did, and I'm going to replay this um, later too So and clip it for myself. So thank you. Roger that. Awesome. Okay. Who would like to go next? Any questions? It can be it's, anything. Uh, good morning. You are a mighty man of God. And this is Robin Nelson from sunny Key West, Florida. And I absolutely loved what you said about authenticity. And uh, it reminds me of that uh, Harrison Ford movie, The Tail Wags the Dog. If you remember yeah. that one, scene, they were like, Mr. President, Mr. President, you, you must distance yourself from him. You cannot say that you are his friend. And he says, no, no, no. I'm not going to say he's my friend. I'm going to say he's my good friend. And then they, they have nowhere to go. I forget, yep. what, did you, what did you say that happens when, when, when you uh, do that? Well, I said that no one has any, there's nothing that they can grab onto. Right. To, to discredit you, to insult you, to whatever it is. There's nothing because you're in your integrity. When you're in your integrity, when someone's lying or someone's embellishing, it's easy. To find something like, come on, dude, I know your background. You didn't do that. Or I know you don't have as much money as you say you are. Or you're a loud talker, but there's nothing behind it. That, that, that kind of stuff, right? But if you're working in your integrity and you're vulnerable and you tell the truth, uh, then people have no, in German, there's a word, Angriffsfläche. 
I don't know what that is in English. It's like um, gripping uh, space. Like there's nothing to grab onto. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, right on. And right on. So what you said to your children um, yeah. and had that, uh, you had that prophetic, you spoke over them and, and uh, you spoke it in, you speak it into existence. The word is so yeah. powerful. And so when our uh, oldest was uh, growing up, um, we had one for each, but the oldest, we would say, uh, the spirit of the Lord is upon you and you are a mighty man of God, like, like Moses and David and Jesus and Caleb. And then he would say it. He would say, I'm a mighty man of God. You know, it's a little five-year-old, you know, yeah. Roaring, yeah. roaring like a lion on his way to pre-K. Awesome. So it's so it's very uh, valuable, uh, and uh, I forget I'm driving, so I'm losing my train of thought. But in the end, what is the name of your book? The Boston Conference uh, sounds yeah. incredible, and uh, okay, I just happen to wander upon your uh, your uh, your uh, clubhouse this morning. So if you could just point me in the direction of how to help all you. Will do. I will do. Um, my book is Unleash Your Humble Alpha. You go to my profile, you can see it. Um, and it just DM me or PM me or whatever you call it. And, and I'll send you the link uh, to the course. It's a three-day course um, that you can take right. and uh, be quite uh, quite informed, put it that way. All right. So um, I know Jan, Jan, my friend, uh, who is from Hong Kong, is living in Hong Kong. Uh, has the best voice on Clubhouse. Has a question. What do you got? Oh dear, that's a massive build up. What do you got? <laughs> Thank you so much, Stephen. <laughs> um, and uh, as usual, you know, powerful segment. And I really love the uh, heart and mind alignment uh, emphasis you made. Um, so good. Um, I kind of feel that um, one of the reasons why you are, you know, where you are today is because you always ask the right question. Because you know, earlier you uh, at the very beginning of your share, you mentioned um, that we need to ask the right questions and not overly complicated questions and i remember the uh, the original question that you gave as an example uh, was like something like you know how do i turn this event into revenue by selling i don't know lots of tickets right. or something right. um and then but you went from that to um how do i stay in the zone of abundance now that's a huge jump for me i was just wondering whether you can drill down a little bit if you don't mind you know how how do we simplify all these complicated questions that we ask and you know cannot find answers to um i, I felt that was that was the key that time perhaps uh, uh we could learn a bit more from you thank you i love that Jan. she's always so man it's such great questions well, um, the reason you do that is to, it's basically you're panning out in your mind. So you're, you're reducing it down. You're, you're getting rid of the excess potential, the excess importance, the excess desire. You're aligning the heart and the mind where it's believable. So if you say, how do I stay in the zone of abundance right away? You're like, oh, that's an easy question. So you're already halfway there, right? If you're trying to get into the details and how much do I charge and where do I go and do I do a website and all this kind of stuff, um, that's not what the universe is going to answer you. The universe is like, you don't actually need answers to that. You know, we'll give you the general, um, let's say, knowledge, will, belief, certainty that you need to accomplish that. And the how doesn't even matter. Uh, I guess when I have when I have um, issues, I will meditate. I will ask questions. I'll ask for help. I'll read books. I'll listen to uh, certain chapters of certain books on Audible. And I will seek out the blocks that I have that are allowing me to see that as a challenge because nothing is a challenge because we have everything inside of us. 
So if I know that, and I know that I'm capable of everything, why is this being a challenge? It's because I'm blocking myself. It's because I believe it's a challenge. So that's what I work on. I don't work on the challenge itself. I work on myself, unblocking that, the the belief that I can't, or the belief that it's hard, or the belief that it's, it's 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 difficult. You know what I mean? So you're not focusing on the problem itself. You're focusing on yourself and breaking down those those barriers that you have set up through society, through what we've learned, or what we've been told we have to do, say, think, and wear, and whatever. Yeah? Make sense, Jan? Yes, so good. Thank you so much. Awesome. Dale, you got anything to add before we take off? You there, brother? Dale Hancock? Oh, I guess he's out. He's surfing or something. Who knows? All right. <laughs> we got time for one, for more, one more, and then I'm going to turn it over a little bit early to Michelle so I can go to my event downstairs. Uh, hey, who's good up? Morning. Good morning. How are you doing? All right. Um, first of all, just thanks for the room. I'm, I always... I'm always so happy when I just stumble upon you. Um, <laughs> and how's your NFT project going? Excellent. Have NFT.io doing really well. We, we re relaunched after the tech issues and we're, we're moving forward. It's we've minted a whole bunch of them there. You can see them on open Just make sure you go to the official accounts. Awesome. Nothing else. Yeah. Cause there's a lot of fakes out there. I'll tell you. Okay. Um, I just have one to say to Mary Lou that it's kind of like, if you look at the cosmic universe, right? Like it's uh, when you put something out there to, to the restaurant you don't sit there and go is my food here is my food here is my food here when you order from the universe just put the order in and it's going to come back to you eventually right that's just the law and uh with yan just remember the law of compensation because the universal laws is something that I, I i study and i love them and the law of compensation will will always nothing will go unnoticed so if you put the work in the universe will always reward you um it's it's limitless for your opportunities so when you're looking for people just put it out there that you want x number of people by x number of days and then let it be because cause and effect everything's the polarity of it right so yeah just wanted to just chime in a little bit and say yeah thanks for just always showing up really well, appreciate it my absolute pleasure thank you so much very cool so um yeah it's um Knowing that the answer is right in front of you really helps. Uh, and you you talked about just place the order at the restaurant. We call that have energy, or sorry, want energy. So if, if I say I want to reach this goal, I make massive importance about how I structure it. What's the goal look like? And then I get desire behind it. And I'm like, wow, yeah, you know, I, I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to do 300 calls. And so five people show up or whatever. Or you can treat it like you do when you say, I'm going to go get a newspaper from the kiosk. And there's nothing behind that. There's none like, oh, I can make a plan. I believe I can go get the newspaper. You just go get the newspaper. And guess what? If you don't get the newspaper, you get it somewhere else. And if you don't get it somewhere else, it doesn't even bother you. You don't get all upset because you didn't get the newspaper. If we can use that energy in our daily life to get the things that we want, to go after the things that we want, your life's going to be completely different. It's difficult. I'm not going to lie to you because we love what we do. And when we see something we love, we really want to get into it. But reducing that excess potential is always the key for me to getting what I want quicker, faster, and even usually bigger or more encompassing than I expected. So um, that's sort of my tip for today, everybody. I will um, thank you all. Remember, go ahead and grab the book, Unleash Your Humble Alpha. I really appreciate everyone being here. Um, if you want to get the free resources at the top, uh, the complimentary resources are quite a load. I think there's five different ones, excerpt um, from our book. You have the first part of the college certification course. For the Humble Alpha, you have um, productivity, um, guidelines you have eight ways of immediate impact revenue uh and you have something else i forget i think it's financial triage 
how, how to save your how to save your company in I don't know ten steps or whatever it was. <laughs> Sorry, a lot a, a lot of freebies. Just go ahead and grab them if you want. Okay, everybody, that's it. That's it for me. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.